are you, Jeff? And hey, Tim King, one of the regulars. What's going on? And Vincent, of course. What's up, Vincent? Uh, Ryan West. I'm doing all right. How are you, Ryan? Got to wake up the kids in a few minutes, start the homeschooling. I wasn't made for being a teacher. I didn't go to school to be a teacher. I was a speech comm major. You're looking at a fourth grade teacher and a first grade teacher. So if you want to congratulate me on that, thanks. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. Call me Professor Obster. Thank you. Hey, Carol, how are you? Thanks. Congrats. Everyone give me the congrats. It's bullshit. We're, uh, we're fortunate enough that we could have our kids in private school. And next thing you know, you know, with the coronavirus, the teachers do a cute little 20-minute, hey, how's everyone doing? And all the kids are in, in the Zoom meeting, and they're all sharing. And then they're like, well, today we're going to do this, this, and this. And then they're like, okay, have a good day. And then it's, it's up to the parents to make sure they get through another day of school. And then my son, he checks back in with his teacher at about 2.45. I'm like, holy shit. For the last five or six hours, we were the teacher. I want to get paid for this shit. I actually got paid. I don't know if I ever told this story, but speech comm major, Geneseo. Oh, thank you. Call me Mr. Wizard. I like that. Hey, Cody Zone. How are you, buddy? Uh, you were a terrible teacher, Carol. Both kids got scholarships and you ho and you homeschooled them? You did something right then, man. Homeschooled kids are just smarter. I, I think you might be right on that. Because there's no real downtime for fooling around. You just want to like make sure they get all their work done properly and you're looking over their shoulder the whole time. I, I don't think you're wrong. But anyway, so I'm at Geneseo and um, I took a radio editing class. <laughs> Oh, boy, did I have it easy in college. A radio editing. Not even radio, just editing. Editing audio. And so I took the class, and I passed with flying colors. I got, like, I got it. Well, I got an easy A, to be honest with you. And he was really impressed by my editing and my, my final project that he goes, Hey, man, I could get you a stipend where you're technically a teacher at Geneseo. I was 19 years old at the time, maybe 20. And so he goes, I'll teach the, you know, the school stuff and then you'll teach the actual editing where they'll go down the radio station and you could show them how it's done. I'm like, done. Next thing you know, I got paid uh, to teach a class with Dr. Green. It was it was wonderful. I was like a regular Doogie Hauser when it came to radio. <laughs> oh, God. You went to a private Christian school? Oh, my God. Where is that guy? Hold on. Oh, oh, what's up, Pia? Another one of my regulars. A private Christian school. My mother. Uh, I'm from Centerport, Long Island, a very, very small town on Long Island. It's part of the Huntington area. So Centerport is a, a very religious area. And a lot of the kids go to Catholic school and whatnot. And right around the time I was reaching... Uh, the puberty where you know you know you start looking down and going oh my god i got ball hair and at first it freaks you out let's be honest first time you started getting pubic hair it kind of freaked you out right you know the church was encouraging a lot of the kids to go to go to catholic school and in our area it was uh, all boys all girls and thank god my mom's like fuck that he needs to socialize. He needs to look at boobies. 
he needs to try to get oh sorry a little too much um so she basically said ah hell nah my son is not going to a private boys catholic school and uh i thank her to this day for making that decision that decision hey tim mcconnell you're not working lou's still working god bless you guys man because it is it is scary out there and every day you get hit with people that aren't taking this damn thing seriously i wonder if they're still thinking this is just like the flu as we uh, go past 70,000 Americans dying from this thing. That number's going to be well over 100 before we know it. That's what pisses me off more than ever. Now it's become this, like, tug of war, I guess. Because stupid us, stupid humans, stupid humanity. We, we have to make everything political and we decide to make a pandemic political. God, are we so stupid? God. As soon as you make something political, the game is over. Why couldn't we have gotten together on this one fucking thing, this one thing, this pandemic, and said, okay, let, let's put our differences aside. Let's not make this one political. This is a real fucking thing. It's not the flu. It's not a hoax. At this point, a lot of us know people that have either died of or suffered uh, badly from this coronavirus, and it's only going to get worse. But let's make it political. So now if you're out and about with a mask on, people are, are pointing at you. They're getting in your space. One of my friends said that uh, someone yelled at him and said, what are you, robbing a bank? <laughs> that was Eric Stengel, by the way. I did not make that up. He, uh, he was really, really pissed because he's trying to do the right thing because you wear a mask to protect others. Because a lot of us, there's probably a few people watching this right now, and I hope it's not me, that has it. And we don't even know it. So you're wearing a mask to protect others from getting it. But let's make it fucking political. God, are we stupid. Humans are so fucking stupid. We're so immature as a species. We, we think we're so smart. We're just not. <sighs> I'm not trying to be political. I'm listening to the scientists and the doctors. We need a lot of tests that are cheap and very easy. And the thing is, if you get tested today and you don't got the coronavirus, you could have the coronavirus by Friday. I understand all that. But if we are consistently testing people, we could probably, you know, knock down these numbers uh, dramatically. I uh, got to blame it on the other side. That's the American way, isn't it? And the mentality is this, that 50% of the country is just so fucking stupid and they don't know any better. That, that's never going to work. Both sides need to understand that. You're never going to convince 50% of the population to become a conservative. And you're not going to convince the other 50% to become more of a liberal. It's, it, that's just insane. And we waste so much time trying to accomplish that. All right, I'm preaching too much. I'm sorry. I'm just so sorry. Uh, oh, the Tide Pod coffee? <laughs> yeah, that that pissed off so many people. I'm like, relax, I'm just going for a joke. I, I posted that video. People are like, that's not what he meant. That's not what he meant when he said that. <laughs> God. We can't even laugh at ourselves anymore. Do you think the country will change when this passes? Absolutely. I think we're all realizing that we could do a lot of our jobs from home. 
And I think employers are going to realize that. But unfortunately, the other side of it, they're going to take advantage of that. They're going to knock down your your pay. They're going to take away your health insurance because they're going to be like, look, you know, uh, you only have to work three days at your job now and you're doing it from home. So I don't feel like I have to pay you as much. And with that said, uh, you know, you're not really a full-time employee, so we're going to take your insurance away. We just try to make it as hard on, on ourselves as possible. It's just so stupid. But yeah, I think it's going to change. I think rush hour is going to be dramatically reduced. I think a lot of us will continue working from home after this passes. I think a lot of big companies will be shutting down offices because they could save money that way. I think social distancing will become a thing. Um, I didn't realize, man, you wash your hands a lot. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your eyes. Don't put your fingers in your mouth. Don't put your fingers in anyone else's mouth. Don't put a finger in a booty hole and then put it in. Oh, too much again. Um, I didn't realize, you know, proper hygiene. You could actually prevent yourself from getting the flu, the cold and everything else. I wish I knew that years ago. Because I was a dirty, dirty guy when it when it came to like washing my hands. I didn't wash my hands a lot until this. Just didn't. Then I'm like, God, I got the flu again. <laughs> now I know. Uh, Artie is MIA on social media. Uh, Artie Lang, an addict like himself, he's probably going through a very, very hard time. I know a lot of these comedians are going through a very, very hard time. The booty hole, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, these comedians, they don't really know what to do with themselves because their whole lives revolved around getting on a stage every night. So it's kind of funny to see some of these comedians. They're, they're kind of going crazy. They're kind of losing it a little bit. My advice to them would be to get a little more balance in your life. You can't have your whole life revolve around getting on a stage. And then as soon as you're off that stage, you're thinking about getting on another stage within an hour. That's exhausting, right? Ah. Yeah, but I like the social distancing. I mean, my life, I like to keep to myself, as a lot of you know, which was kind of stupid to go into radio, if you think about it, because I've always been a very uh, private person that kept to myself. And then for some reason, I, I use radio to express myself and get another side of my personality out. But this is pretty much my life, whether we're in... Um, the coronavirus pandemic or not I like keeping to myself I like having just a small group of friends I think Gary Busey did give me the flu there's a, a listener to my podcast thank you Gary yeah the Gary Busey episode of my podcast uh, that thing was unbelievable uh, Chris Stefano's getting a little wild <laughs> That Chris Stefano is blowing up with his History Hyenas uh, podcast with Giannis Pappas. Good for him. Really, really good to see. You think the fishing's going to be good today, Justin? I'm hoping. I didn't even really get to drink my coffee because I was talking to you fuckers. What's up, RJ? How are you? Tommy goes stripers, baby. That's right. Used to be strippers, now it's stripers. <laughs> oh, I hated most of the strippers that came in. Ugh. And then it came to a point where they didn't want to get naked anymore. They thought, like, a shock jock wanted to hear what they had to say. Every once in a while, you got one that, uh, you know, could talk.
but in general, I would look at him like, I thought we both understood why you were here. And, and then it would, got so awkward because you knew your job was to try to get them to take their top off. And then they're looking at you. And then you feel creepy, especially now that you're getting older. And, you know, now you got a wife and kids. And you realize it's not the same as it was 10 years prior when you were younger and single. And then you would finally have to, like, commit and go, can, can I see your, you know, your, your boobs? And then they would go, you know, if you want to see that, you could watch my videos. I'm like, ugh, why are you here? Why are you here? Can you please leave? <laughs> you liked when I guessed their ages? Thank you. This was the NEW days, WNEW for the old fans. Regular radio, which I can't believe. And these young uh, ladies would come in. And um, I think Anthony would set me up and say that I have a special talent that I could guess a girl's age by looking at their taint. And these dummies, these bubble-headed bleach blondes, they're like, no way! And before they finished saying no way, they were completely naked and bent over. <laughs> and, then I would, and then I would take my time and I, I would comment about, ah, okay, there looks to be a couple, ooh, a couple extra marks down there. Because I would make believe I was... I was uh, guessing their age, like they guess ages of old trees. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, uh, ah, I think you're 23. Oh my God. And your birthday's next month, I believe. What? Oh my God. Freaking the F out, jumping up and down with their boob jobs because they were so excited that I guessed their age. And these dummies, I'll give something away I've never given away until this moment. These dummies forgot they had to fill out a form to come on our radio show a mere 10 minutes before they came into studio where they had to give their birthday. <laughs> oh, the life of a shock jock. Huh?